Welcome back to Legally Judgy. I'm Nicole. And I'm Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Wow. What a nice greeting. I'm trying to be more positive. Stop smiling. You said that I was dark last week (laughs) or just dry or something. You're just always a little bit monotone in the intros. You liven up over time, but you're like, I'm Nicole. Well, I'm starting lighter and brighter today. This is creepy. Are you about to murder me? Probably. What's going on with you, though, before you get murdered? <laughs> well, actually, this is consistent with my life this week. No. TikTok, I went down a dark, dark... You got a dark TikTok. Dark rabbit hole yep. in TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. My version of dark is probably different than your version of dark, though. I ended up on some sort of conspiracy theorist TikTok. About what? Okay, girl. So it's like 3 a.m. because we know I have a little trouble sleeping. A little insomnia. And I, yeah, so I'm watching my TikToks mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I find a TikTok account that's about all these different conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and I am just in it. Okay. So it's going from like the Illuminati to dinosaurs existed or did not exist to the government or world powers conspiring against us. All these crazy things, At right? At three in the morning? Yeah, I okay. was tripping. I mean... Sounds... I wasn't high because I going to bed. Yeah, I don't. I don't do weed. Nothing against it. I just it makes me I don't weirder. Do weed. Is that okay. is that in- indicative that I do not yeah. smoke the marijuana? Yeah, I don't. But I did feel like it after after I was down this TikTok. So this one video in particular caught my attention because <laughs> the catch line was "Alert! There is an intergalactic alien force task." that all the earthly world leaders this are in so on. dorky. Oh my gosh. No, it's not just dorky. It's it's crazy because these people, and by these people, I mean these conspiracy theorists, truly believe, this guy in particular and all the commenters, because I also read all the comments, truly believe that there are definitely aliens and that all the world leaders are aware of them and that they have like annual meetings and summits. With the aliens. With the aliens. And apparently... There was an issue that arose and during... like a, what, a peace treaty that the well, aliens won't attack us? I don't know. What, yes. what are they meeting about? So apparently there's a there's an agreement in place that the world leaders here won't tell us, the common folk, about this alien federation because we would freak out and there'd be mass hysteria. But under President Trump's reign... There was no way this TikTok was this long. You've been talking about this TikTok for like three minutes. He... I'm telling you. Well, I was telling you about the other videos, but this one in particular was nuts. That President Trump threatened to tell everybody about it, and now he just magically shut up, which is what I was getting at. There's no way this could possibly exist, because if Trump wanted us to know about something, he would tell us. I mean, he also, yes, yes. He likes to be the only person with knowledge, and so he would be like, I know something that you guys don't know about the aliens. Yeah, I feel like. And then I'm also like, so then people I have f- huge news. So I was just like, huge. 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 <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> and then, so then people started, this is really the point, people started fighting the comments. Aliens don't exist. Aliens do exist. They do. They don't. I have evidence. And I'm like, who cares? First of all, who cares? What a weird place in TikTok it was, to hang out. It was very weird, but also I'm like, it doesn't really affect my life. Mm. I mean, I guess the, unless the aliens come and they invade or do something, right? But the mere existence of aliens existing or not doesn't affect me. So unless why are these invade. people getting so upset? I don't know. Maybe they think the peace treaty is expiring. Maybe, but it seemed more they were upset that the other person believed or did not believe. And, and I'm like, likes to be upset about everything. Why do you care? Yeah, just let this person be. Anyway, it was a weird 3 a.m. That's thing really for weird. me. Yeah. That's that's where my head's at. I'm going to ask your wife to start taking away your phone. This <laughs> I didn't enjoy even hearing that this is what you were listening to the at The Alien Federation? This is just, no. 
if anyone else is down this rabbit hole comment because i would love to connect with other people who may or may not believe in this intergalactic Mm -hmm. air you know task force well something equally offensive i watched um the hulu movie false positive with alana glazer Uh this past week it is truly horrible really it is horrible it's gotten horrible reviews i was so optimistic I yeah there's was a lot like, of promo around it i love alana glazer i'm also generally like a fan of hulu content i mean i obviously love handmaid's tale mm-hmm. so i was like let's do it let's get into this shit yeah so fucking bad really? i don't even want to spoil it i you should just watch it so that you know how bad it is well like what was the acting bad the plot was bad like no, the acting was, was fantastic it's just the plot the plot and the oh. storyline were horrible and you stuck with it yeah i did the whole thing do you always stick with bad movies uh-huh just because you have to see it out? Well, the only one I didn't stick through was the one with Michael B. Jordan. Was that Inception? That's no. not what that's called. Inception <laughs> Tenet. is Leo DiCaprio. Tenet. They look a little different. Tenet, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Tenet. Twinsies. Oh, Tenet, because your husband dragged you to that one, right? Yeah. Tenet's the one with Michael B. Jordan, right? I've never seen Tenet, to be honest. Where but is that's that? a sci-fi one, and it's like four guy. hours. <laughs> what did you say? I can say that. <laughs> I, I didn't repeat it. Is I think it's Michael B. Jordan. I don't fucking um, you know. That all, that movie was also quite bad. It's yeah. no, it's John, John David, David Washington. Washington. <laughs> That's so the other one. This is a really strong intro. <laughs> Anywho, I would not recommend Tenet. False positive is all I'm saying. Oh, okay. I also would not recommend Tenet. I actually really want to watch Tenet. It's something that I think I might be interested in. Um, no? no do you not recommend I it for me? I, I would not recommend i'd it. rather watch tenant than false positive that's probably that's probably fair because you like action shit yes that makes sense that Definitely. tracks i will not try uh i'm not a big fan of alana glazer anyway i have to say i like a lot i know a lot of people like her but i'm not she's not my brand i like her comedy. well okay let's say this if our listeners are particularly bored in august when we move to summer schedule mm-hmm. watch tenant and or false positive and come tell us how you feel and or conspiracy tiktok don't do that and get back would to not me. recommend for me zero out of five stars want to know want to know if the okay. illuminati's real illuminati speaking Uh-oh. of the illuminati oh i see you <laughs> oh i was ready for that segue <laughs> It's not as she slick was practicing when you call that like all last fact. night after she watched her alien videos. I was like, oh, like the Illuminati symbol. You're like I a just flashlight coming through the blankets and your wife is trying to sleep. Cool. I just painted the third eye in between my, my eyes for the Illuminati. <laughs> okay, Harry Potter. <laughs> it's a lightning bolt. Wow. <laughs> I obviously know that it's a lightning bolt. We've talked about this before. Just for that, we're going to Hogwarts together. Okay. Okay, speaking of Hogwarts. You and Illuminati. The Illuminati. Get into it. Today's subject. Today's topic mm-hmm. jay-z the man none the other the legend than the alleged king of the illuminati mm. what's the latest i think they they must be pretty high up in the illuminati right i haven't heard it about the illuminati in some time actually now that you say jay it. and bay they have to be pretty high up though if the illuminati does exist no i would think they that they're probably the like illuminati. the top like three illuminatis in my opinion the illuminati is uh, a certain subsect of Hollywood basically saying that there's no other way that these black people could achieve this much fame than by sacrificing animals and children to get famous and get rich. Oh, shit. Here's what you need to know. They're the most talented folk in the world, and so people need to mind their business, Mm. stay in their fucking lanes, and Mm -hmm. let Hove and BB great. Okay. That's my my hot take. But if the Illuminati does exist, they probably are top three. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Move on. Let's talk about Jay-Z. Okay. Where... You want to start us out? Okay. Well, so... 
Hove is obviously a rapper, a songwriter, a businessman. He's truly like a legend, right? Right. He's been doing so many things for so long. We can't even try to get to half of it, but we picked out some highlights that we think are at least like relevant to today's legal hot goss. Mm-hmm. So let's start from the top. So Hove was born Sean Corey Carter in 1969 in Brooklyn, New York. Cute name. Mm-hmm. I like it, actually. Mm-hmm. He's got three siblings um, who were all raised primarily by his single mother after his dad left them. And they grew up in the Marcy houses, which are projects in Brooklyn, which he talks a lot about in his music, I think. I mean, it was very formative for him in terms of who he grew up around and like the desire to get out of that life and, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Um, as a note, he ended up actually like meeting and reconciling with his dad in 2003 before he died, nice. um, which I yeah. think is good. You know, we all need closure. Yep. Hashtag everybody needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he eventually went to school, went to the same high school, I should say, as Notorious B.I.G. and Busta Rhymes. And I think he overlapped with each of them for a little bit in time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like. I want to believe that they were like the Regina George <laughs> Gretchen <laughs> <mean> girls. <laughs> we <laughs> only wear blue on Tuesdays. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, well, were you going to keep going? Yeah, you can go. I go couldn't tell. Lady. I, I think you wanted to get in there. It's I mean, okay. You like Jay-Z. You couldn't be, well, this you can is be excited. Not, this is not a highlight. He didn't graduate <laughs> high school. <laughs> and he ends up selling crack for a bit. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get in on that line, but I thought you were like passing it to me. And I was like, okay. Um, but he was into music his whole life, which I'm sure is a shocker to nobody. Mm-hmm. His mom said that she got him a boombox actually for one of his early birthdays. And that basically after that, he was all about it. He was freestyling, writing his own lyrics. Fun fact, apparently he used to read the dictionary cover to cover to get better rhymes and words to use, which I think is pretty, yeah. really smart of him. I've never done that, and I probably could use some more words in my vocabulary. I could probably expand past just fuck. Yeah, probably. And like. Stop stop and um for Mm -hmm. me. So he says some of his earlier influences were Marvin Gaye and Donny Hathaway, among others, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure there are so many. Mm -hmm. He basically grew up actually listening to a lot of different types of music. He said, I'm in a music that has soul in it, whether it be rap, R&B, pop, music, whatever. As long as I can feel their soul through the wax, that's what I really listen to. So clearly he has a broad appreciation for music, and I feel like it really does show in all of his songs. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was actually known as Jazzy in his neighborhood, and he later adopts the stage name Jay-Z to honor his mentor, Jazz-O. 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 Jazzy hands. <laughs> I was wondering, because I, I thought that too. Love jazz hands. Of course, you would also think of the brilliant movie Bring It On Duh. and the jazz hands Duh. that are Bring It On. I'd still say the whole cheer. But go Bring ahead. It On and Jay-Z just go hand in hand, don't yep. they? Um, in the 80s and 90s, he begins working with other artists. Um, he was on some of Jazzo's early recordings, actually, and he's been referred to as Big Daddy Kane's hype man during this time. But really, he made cameos on stage. Mm-hmm. He started freestyling while Big Daddy Kane did outfit changes. So yep. I feel like great opportunity for, for him sure. to get some stage time. Yeah, I mean, because think about how big concerts were, you know, I mean, now still, right? But especially like back in that day, mm-hmm. that was like your way to get your, your like, get like an actual following before, right. you know, music was what it is now and streams and YouTubes and Instagrams and all that. Yeah. You so got to open for people. He definitely got exposure. Mm-hmm. Well, so the major record labels weren't willing to give him a deal. So he ends up selling CDs out of his car for some point in time. And so in 1995, he teams up with Damon Dame Dash. Mr. Dash. Yep. Nope. Dame. And then Kareem Biggs Burke, who we'll call Biggs, mm-hmm. uh, to basically all co-found Rockefeller Records, which was an independent label. 
1997, Rockefeller actually agreed to a 50-50 partnership split and distribution deal with Def Jam. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, Hove, Dame, and Biggs sold 50% of their collective interest in Rockefeller to Def Jam for approximately $1.5 million. Um, but it seems like it may have been later re- kind of revalued, um, resulting in being paid more. It's not super clear. I saw some some sources that say they got like tw- that it went up to twenty million. Not sure how much oh, wow. they got, but definitely difference. became very valuable. Mm-hmm. But moral of the story is they got a lot of fucking money for selling their interest in Rockefeller. <laughs> more money than we have for sure. Yes, got there, it. I mean there was a million in the figure, so you know that's not, a start. Not a bad investment for two years. No. Um, and then he releases his debut album, Reasonable Doubt, in 1996. So he's gotten, this is like a huge album for him, right? He gets beats from acclaimed producers and he even had an appearance from B.I.G. Notorious. In the flesh. Notorious. It's, You're welcome. I can hum with you. It's essentially a critical success, right? It reaches number 23 on the Billboard 200 and was later included in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time and mm-hmm. reaches platinum status like... Bam. So amazing. He releases 12 more albums after this, if you can believe it. And he's basically one of the most influential hip hop artists in the world. For sure. Of all time. Without a shadow of a doubt. And just like entrepreneur, businessman. Like he transcends rap and hip hop. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, He sold over 50 million albums, 75 million singles worldwide. He's won 23 Grammys, the most by any rapper, and has had the most number one albums by a solo artist on the Billboard 200 with 14 in crazy. total crazy crazy i have to like take a deep breath yeah 2017 he's the first rapper to be honored in the songwriters hall of fame mm-hmm. huge then in 2021 he's the first living solo rapper to be included into the rock and roll hall of fame so congrats to you jay-z mazel tov Hov. amazing you deserve it so like we've been alluding to he's so much more than a rapper far more business highlights because I feel like there's a lot we could do multiple episodes just highlighting his just on everything he's been a part of accolades and yep. accomplishments. So we're going to just do That's a little, little, a little smosh, a little, a little charcuterie rope? board, a little shark coots. Um, Introduce us. So in 1999, he co-founds Rockwear clothing brand with Dame. Um, Jay-Z took it over in the late like 2005, early 2006 kind of time period after a falling out with Dame. Um, it's doing well now, or has been doing well. They basically sold the licensing rights the next year for $204 million Crazy. to a company called Iconics Brand Group. Um, and so Hove retains like some of the ownership rights and basically continues to oversee the marketing, licensing, and product development for Rockaware. Amazing. I actually had, ooh, that just reminded me, I literally just had a flashback. Mm-hmm. I had this puffy coat. My husband would hate that I'm saying this, but it's fine. He mm-hmm. would hate just the, the, the imagery. The image. I had this puffy coat. It was like a crop top puffy coat Ooh. that had the Rockaware label on the back. Yeah. And it had fur around the hood. And you couldn't <laughs> tell me anything about myself yeah, that, when I was wearing that coat. That was the high, that was the high school look for us, though. For sure. I feel like the little jackets with the fur. Yeah. Totally. I definitely my parents have bought me a lot of those yeah it was everywhere it's literally what was going through my head and I was like that's not a Jay-Z's shut up (laughs) but it's such a good song then in 2003 he opens up 4040 an upscale sports bar chain which great bar have you been to yeah because it's east coast we've spent a lot of time in there in the city really nice it's nice. It's actually, it's it's like, it's more loungy than clubby. Um, I would say, no, I meant, I really mean it's more loungy than like sports bar. Like I okay. think it gives more really upscale. kind of class. Yeah. Okay. Than um, a normal sports bar would. But I, I mean, I've always had fun when I've gone. I want to go. 
they definitely will take you when we do legally judgy in new york okay thank you you're welcome so 2004 is a big year for him yeah so hove becomes named president of def jam records um and it seems like when he became president there may have been an additional sale of interest from hove dame and biggs to def jam of those Rockefeller shares that they basically retained. Mm-hmm. But the records are kind of unclear, which we'll come back to later. But reportedly, um, Hove becoming president kind of prompted some disagreements between Jay-Z and Dame, like with respect to the direction of Rockefeller, because mm-hmm. I think they just wanted to see, they wanted to spend time developing different artists. And so it was a pretty publicized split that basically led to Jay-Z, Dame, and Big sending jabs at each other in interviews over like the years following right. and when i say years i mean years awkward there it goes uh i had to i know well people i'm sure when you find success you're bound to have some disagreements yeah i mean i i, I could presume that for them they were like we started this thing as the three of us mm-hmm. so how is it that you're the one who's reaping all the benefits from it and do, I, look- do i agree with that no the man has released 14 <laughs> albums that's the thing and won 23 grammys that's clearly he knows a thing or two he was the beyonce of the group he he's was definitely the beyonce of the group he's gotta break out yes he can't be with destiny's child anymore although we love destiny's child Ooh. That makes me want to like name who's who. We've got it. Okay, so which one's which? No, I can't. I don't know. It has. It's definitely old Destiny's Child. Okay, it's not new Destiny's Child because I like Michelle too much to put Dame or Biggs as her. You're a Michelle fan? I'm not. I mean, I'm not a massive fan, but I think she's a good singer. Yeah, poor Michelle. I love Kelly. Yeah, well, everyone loves Kelly. Insanely amazing, gorgeous, everything. Have you seen the poor Michelle website? I feel like I've told you about it, and then you don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. It is very sad. It's literally poor Michelle. It's like every time Michelle got basically kind of not screwed but she was left out oh. you know people like to emphasize that she's kind of unnecessary to the group but I, I appreciate her oh okay all right sorry quick segue 2008 yes he starts rock nation entertainment company because mm-hmm. he has not done enough nope. up to this point <laughs> and they basically do everything yeah i mean they just do everything i'm just they gonna leave it like athletes musicians everything they even have other investments and in things yeah. i was looking at like different types of industries and businesses i mean it's not just it seems much more than actually just an entertainment company. Yeah. Um, 2015, he acquires a tech company, takes control of Tidal, the music streaming service. Are you a Tidal subscriber? Mm, not a Tidal user, but that's just because we have, we are an Apple music family. Apple so we're not going to pay for multiple streaming services at once. Apple just knows how to do the whole ecosystem. It's so convenient. So it just works when you have an iPhone. Look, it's so seamless. It, that's what I'm saying. It's just so integrated. It's fine. I think Tidal's great, though. I mean, they yeah. obviously had exclusive drops around like Beyonce's music and oh, things. So my wife got Tidal immediately. Oh, who, why would you not? Well, I'm an old lady. I have Pandora for oh, like four ninety nine a month. What? Yeah. Just saying that if anybody wants to be an old lady with me. Okay. It, it has my Mozart music. It really rocks me to sleep when I'm not looking at dark TikTok. Okay. All right. Take us back to 2020. Well, so in 2020, Jay-Z launches a line of cannabis products called Monogram. Um, and that's those are some of the highlights, right? But generally, he's worked with businesses in all different industries. It includes clothing, beverages, real estate, record labels, sports, etc. And he kind of says that he picks up brands that are an extension of him. And so he basically goes where he's got an emotional attachment to the thing that he's working with. And I think... That makes sense. Like, don't get involved in something that you're not going to be passionate about. But also, he's got a good eye for things. So I think it also just works works for him business-wise. I love the word usage of emotional attachment. Because yeah. I would say I'm I'm emotionally attached to making money. So mm-hmm. what does that <laughs> look like Every, for me? I think everything. I'll get into any industry that mm-hmm. I need to, mm-hmm. to to do that, you know? Yeah. But good for him. Yeah. I mean, he also happens to be really philanthropic, with, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. Um, he's created his own foundations. He's done work with the UN. He did disaster relief around 
around Hurricane Katrina. He's done like had run COVID relief programs. He's been involved with Black Lives Matter and so much more. Um, I was going to say, I did see some critics that say he hasn't done enough, hasn't donated enough because but my, my point to this is why I bring it up is because we don't actually know either way. Right. We don't know either way whether how much he's actually donated, but they pointed to like some public donation where I guess he donated like six thousand dollars to some specific cause. And I was like, yeah, that was really specific, though. Does it mean that he hasn't donated millions over time? We don't know. So to quote the great Louisiana, little Wheezy, Mm -hmm. he said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. And what I let me explain. Oh, I hate when people are like Jay Z and Beyonce don't do enough. They don't donate enough. They could do more. They could bring more attention to things. We don't know what they do quietly mm-hmm. because they seemingly are more humble people than I think people expect them to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're just always doing things behind the scenes and not stopping to Instagram about it or tweet a receipt or anything like that. So when people criticize them, I'm like, you have no idea what they're doing. And for right. all the shit that you're talking on Instagram right now, you could go to go to do, donate go. Oh my god, I can't even talk. I'm so, so passionate. passionate about this. Oh my I'm sorry. god, you're like they could go donate fifty dollars <laughs> to a COVID relief program, but instead they're talking shit about the greats. Yeah, how do you feel? Okay, right I'm now? sorry. Do you I'm feel sorry. better? I'm so biased. That was a lot. <laughs> okay. You are so biased. <laughs> can't help but, myself. But to be the other sorry. side of it is we we don't really know, but that doesn't mean that it's not happening, and we don't know that it is happening. But also, how we can't say anymore that you definitely are donating millions then we can say you're not not donating anything also keep that same energy go email warren buffett what's he donating yeah do you know every time he donates fifty dollars yeah if not back up off the carters 50 okay well warren buffett if you're listening to this we do expect you to donate a little bit more than 50 bucks i'm just gonna put that out there fine um and he's gotten involved sort of again this is gonna go back to what we were just talking about but politics he's encouraged voter turnout he supported various democratic political campaigns Mm -hmm. but there's always that critique that they're not to your point they're not being vocal enough but Mm -hmm. i just think this is i feel like this is a theme of some of our episodes is like what responsibility do celebrities have right to speak out on different things Mm -hmm. i feel like they have spoken out at times Mm -hmm. and it's time and place and it's also they're just private people to your point in general and Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of high level celebrities like imagine george clooney (laughs) tweeting like I'm, I just got a cafe mocha at Starbucks. Like, I can't imagine that from like <laughs> where a lot of, I will say like B-list celebrities, they'll tend to like post everything and reality shows are the yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's the, all you've got. The culture. Yep. Well, 2019 was a huge year for him because he becomes the first hip hop billionaire. Billion. With a, a B. B. As B. in billions. As in Beyonce. As in Beyonce billionaire. Good for them. Well, let's get into some fun facts Have because to. you know I, know I love me fun facts. some fun facts. Yep. Um, in 1998, we're going to go back in time, Jay-Z actually boycotted the Grammys because they didn't nominate DMX and he was upset with this and it's kind of funny because he ends up going on to win Best Album of the Year for Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, which would eventually become Jay-Z's most commercially successful album. It was certified five times platinum in the U.S. and has sold over five million copies to date casual for real his first chart topper was his collaboration on heartbreaker with mariah of mariah carey in 1999 then in 2003 he doesn't re- <laughs> i kept like waiting to hop in but it's fine go on no it's fine mariah it's of mariah carey no, it's too late it's okay go ahead i tried i did it all over again for no, you that's all right what also just out of curiosity what of mariah's work were you going to try to sing 
obviously Heartbreaker, the song that you literally just named. I don't know. You could do another one. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, okay, just move on. <laughs> I tried. I tried. 2003, he does a retirement concert, in quotes, retirement, at Madison Square Garden, and he donates, bring this back to Ooh, all the right. haters, mm-hmm. donates all the proceeds to charity. Yep. And then, of course, he has to have other big named performers who are probably just his inner circle. Mm-hmm. He's got Missy. He's got Mary J. Blige. Beyonce, his wife, who luckily could make a quick appearance for him. Uh, Pharrell. <laughs> <Just> pop by. <laughs> we'll drive by from She's Beyonce. Like, <laughs> She's like, I, I mean, have, I guess. I have drinks later, but I guess I can stop <laughs> by your little party <laughs> at MSG. Imagine. No problem. <laughs> Probably for her, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, cute, a little lounge. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Um, and then he does a crossover. He does some crossover work actually. With I, I thought was cool because especially around this time, I was super into alternative rock, Linkin Park, and Coldplay, mm-hmm. two of my favorite bands from like Can childhood. Can we get an encore? Do you want more? That was oh, a great song. Did you get your? You got your singing on. Not the same thing. I was gonna sing. Do you want to sing Mariah? No, okay, I just don't do it. Go back to that. No, How about fine. at the end? Fine. Close us out. We'll with close some it Mariah. out. Fine. Fine. Right, fine. Cool. Fine. Okay. So we have to stop. <laughs> we have to stop. All of the mics drop here. We cannot move on without talking about his personal life. Um, what's going on with his personal life? So he is married to the queen of the fucking world. Sorry, Queen Elizabeth. I don't even know you when Beyonce comes in the room. The the queen of the entire world, Mm -hmm. Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. Oh, wow. Dying. Dead. Okay. Let's let's like run it back for a second. So he and Beyonce originally worked together on 03 Bonnie and Clyde in 2002. Mm -hmm. So they allegedly start dating after this. Like you said, they're both private. So nobody really knows. This is also before social media and pop like the paparazzi are what they are now so i'm sure they were out on dates and people just didn't really get pics but whatever mm-hmm. so they're allegedly dating they're very very quiet until they basically get married um at a small and private wedding ceremony in 2008 worth noting that her engagement ring is allegedly worth about five million dollars that's your fun fact isn't it i love to die you would you would gladly accept a five no million that's dollar. too big because here's the thing like, i don't have security and i think you need security detail when your engagement ring costs when that when you're much. walking around with five million you can't dollars just walk around with a ring that casually. big like and get on the subway in 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 line for like i don't know your shake, shake shack. shack yeah wow hate you let's not be friends anymore <laughs> um so like i said they're really private about their relationship but they've been called the most powerful couple many times like times magazine forbes etc nicole yes <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> um, they go on to have three beautiful kids, Blue Ivy and their twins, Rumi and Sir. They did an album together. I just, I mean, what is more to love gone about on, these gone two? Gone on tour together. They did multiple tours together. We, we went and saw one of them. They, it was amazing. Yes, yes. Two also, of them. We saw both as well. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's just hashtag Whenever, black love. You know, you know when certain like artists come into town and you're like, I guess that's what I got to do that day. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if it's Monday at 10 a.m. I don't care if it's Tuesday at 2 a.m. Amazing. You're going to go? I like cried the whole concert too. The first one. I was uh-huh. like, I, what, how, who can be this beautiful? I think she did Halo and she was wearing this white dress and it was blowing in the wind and her hair was blowing. It was like, what? You're like, there's not even how. There's not any wind here <laughs> and there's no fan. She's just working. Ugh, I love her so much. It's funny because that's that's exactly my wife's energy. And I like Beyonce. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But my wife swears that I'm not a Beyonce fan just because I don't like cry you don't stand out and like shit myself whenever mm-hmm. beyonce <laughs> hey, like name excessive. is even uttered but when jay-z came out like i stood up i was like hey because i just bit, yeah. i mean yeah different vibes. i love jay-z i feel you i love beyonce too but it's just not that's not so much your vibe yeah i'm not gonna like stand out over beyonce like that's that fair. but I, I love her yeah fine whatever well so, so anyways we got to get out of Beyonce world. I know that's going to be Sadly, tough for you. Sorry. We got to go out of Beyonce hate it world. For me, hate it for you. Get into the legal world. 
fine, I guess. Because this is legally judgy. Okay. But we're going to judge along the way. Yep. So let's come back in time with me. Mm-hmm. It's 1996, and Jay-Z is getting ready to release his Reasonable Doubt album. Yep. So there's this photographer who at the time is not that well known, mm-hmm. named Jonathan Mannion. Mm-hmm. And he starts working with Jonathan to shoot him, okay. essentially. So who's Jonathan? Tell me about him. Jonathan is a 25-year career photographer. He's actually done more than 300 album covers. Crazy. I'm not going to list them all, but Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, Aaliyah, R.I.P. Outkast, Nas, Nicki Minaj, Brandy, Kendrick Lamar, like so many people. Mm-hmm. I can't list them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over 300. Mm-hmm. And by now, he's worked with more than like, not just rappers, but over 500 rappers, actors, athletes. I mean, he's like the he's photographer, yeah. right? He's yeah. He's legit Mm -hmm. so most of his like work follows hip-hop apparently like he just has this love for Mm hip-hop which makes sense that he and jay-z synced up when they were young in their careers Mm -hmm. and it worked out but he was basically a photographer behind the beats by dre straight out of compton campaign like Mm -hmm. i'm telling you this is a big time guy right and i know that we started to look at his instagram because to be honest i didn't really know who he was before doing this episode and it's crazy with how many people he's worked with. Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of got a little teary-eyed because I saw some shots of Kobe. Oh, and I was like, Kobe. Oh, this one's getting strength. But he has some good stuff. Dwayne Wade. He's even gotten uh, one of my most amusing ones was he shot Donald Trump before he became president, like when he was younger. Some people still kind of liked him ish hmm. but he posted it and he was it was basically the day that trump went out of office and Love he was that. like been waiting to post this so that this <laughs> to celebrate this guy like getting out of office Love it. i thought it was funny yeah, obviously it. it's the judgy episodes so we got to talk about judginess yeah well so jonathan captured the picture that is the cover art of reasonable doubt um plus allegedly like hundreds of other pictures right because they did a whole shoot around the album mm-hmm. and so jay-z apparently paid him quite a bit for you know for these pictures and they were shot in new york city on the rooftop of jonathan's apartment if you guys don't know definitely go google the album but basically the cover is a black and white picture of hove tipping his like fedora hat kind of mm-hmm. with a cigar between his fingers like a mafia mobster yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Right? definitely like a sopranos kind of vibe right um and so jonathan and hove continue to work together until about 2003 so i think that's like eight albums worth mm-hmm. um and over these years hove has pay- allegedly paid him like tens of thousands of dollars to take these photos so he's you know he's paying his people well right um, and so allegedly throughout the years, Jonathan has been putting the pictures, including the reasonable doubt cover all over his website. Okay. And so he's using the pictures on prints and shirts and turntable mats and really just slapping it on the merch. Okay. Um, and he's also getting money for licensing rights to those prints to third parties who are then going to turn around and do what they do with them mm-hmm. so you know long story short he's making quite a bit of money from these endeavors he's selling pictures of jay-z on anything he can casual like. yes is that what you're telling yes me? okay not unlike selena and the people who were selling oof, oof. The, the car tags the, you just gotta send big daddy abe after him do you mean sablina done yeah oh my god don't get me started <laughs> Sub- who's sablina <laughs> that's like my favorite voice I don't get it. Who is that? Okay, so let's go back to Hove. Sorry. Um, so Hove <laughs> says that he's privately requested that Jonathan cease all use, right? Mm-hmm. Stop doing this. But apparently Jonathan said no. Um, he said, if you want me to stop selling my stuff and stop stop posting your pictures on my website, you're going to have to pay me tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't think Jay-Z really liked this response, mm. I have to say. Probably not. Um, because last last month, June 2021, Jay-Z ends up suing Jonathan in California. And the suit contains multiple claims. And on top of that, he's asked the court for an injunction to stop Jonathan from using his name and image mm-hmm. um, on any of this merch or his website, right? Just stop using it. Yep. And on top of that, he's asked for damages. Yeah. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. What are the claims? Okay, so one is violation of rights of publicity, basically misappropriating and using somebody's name, likeness, identity, and persona for commercial purposes without consent. And so here, Jay-Z is arguing that Jonathan is misappropriating or using his name, likeness, etc., without Jay-Z's permission to make money and to solicit business, right? Because he's trying to get more and more clients, essentially, right, etc. So kind of similar, actually, to Haley Bald, uh, Haley Bieber Baldwin, whatever, Haley Baldwin Bieber, <laughs> and the TikTok video about her possible plastic surgery. Because remember, right. her claim was that the doctor was misappropriating her yeah. likeness through the pictures to solicit plastic surgery business. Right. And it's worth noting, too, because we have to say it, that, that Hove is saying he never gave Jonathan permission to do this, mm-hmm. right? He never said you can resell any of my pictures. He didn't authorize him to use his name or likeness or identity or persona, right? Anything to do with Jay-Z-ness yeah. for profit. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to take a picture. It's another to try to, to profit off it. of it, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's pretty clear Jay-Z isn't happy about this. He goes on to say that basically Jonathan was pretty unknown when they first met. Ouch. I know. I love when... Hashtag you were nobody before <laughs> me. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I made you is essentially what he said. And that Jonathan's been eager to advance his career and that his success is largely based on Jay-Z's success. And that over the years, Jonathan has repeatedly exploited his relationship with Jay-Z to obtain photo shoot assignments from other rappers and hip hop artists. Probably not wrong. I mean, right? I mean, if you've got eight or eight albums worth of Jay-Z pictures... Like, yeah, you're probably using those to be like, look who I've worked with. Look what I've done. You should definitely want to work with me. And to be clear, right, when you do a photo shoot, you're taking hundreds of photos at a time. So it's not just eight shoots or eight pictures. It's hundreds and hundreds, maybe Mm -hmm. thousands of pictures Mm -hmm. that he is able to put on his website, sell on merch, T-shirts, like you were saying, anything that you Mm -hmm. could put a picture on, people are purchasing. Yeah. And especially for back then, I'm sure people are like, oh, cool. It's a novelty. Oh, cool. It's retro, right? Especially now. And so the other thing, Jay-Z goes on in his complaint to say, it's ironic that a photographer would treat the image of a formerly unknown black teenager now wildly successful as a piece of property to be squeezed for every dollar it can produce. It stops today. Listen, he's not wrong. I, I think it's worth noting that Hove was 26 at the time the reasonable reasonable doubt pictures were taken. But at, at, at any rate, whether he was a teenager or a young adult, whatever, he's still clearly taking advantage of something that happened, what, in 1996? Yeah. To, like, build his platform and his bank accounts and things. And so I'm not here for it. Yeah. And, and so as attorneys, I mean, looking at the claim itself, I'm gonna, I'll say for me, and I'm sure you would agree with me, that it's pretty clear Jonathan's profiting off of Jay-Z's image, for right? Sure. Because the claim mm-hmm. is misappropriation of like which just means you're making money off of somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's clear that he is. But the question is, does he have a lawful defense? Right. Which we'll get back to. We're going to get back to because we first need to get into what else Jay-Z is asking for because he's sticking it to him. Well, so he's also asking for an injunction in damages. As a reminder, an injunction is a court order that can make somebody do or stop from doing something. Um, So here the injunction would basically stop Jonathan from selling the images anymore. Mm -hmm. And so he's also, he he is in Jay-Z, is also asking for damages. And so he's asking for several types of damages, but namely lost profits and disgorgement of Jonathan's profits. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain that to us? 
Yeah, basically, Jonathan, anything that you made off of my image and likeness, give it to me. Yep. Give me those profits. Give me my monies. Yeah. You made money off of me? Well, thank you. Yeah. Give, I'll take my money now. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Is essentially what he's doing. I want to note too, because I've seen this in certain um, news outlets that where I think Jay-Z is coming under fire because they're saying, you're so rich, right? You're a billionaire. Why do you, why do you want this guy's profits? The point is... I think for, for Jay-Z, because he put it in his claim, actually his lawyers did, right? He said, this lawsuit isn't about monetizing these photos. It's about stopping Jonathan from further monetizing my image. But also here's the thing. If anybody else was in that position, we are not millionaires or billionaires. If somebody was selling my face, I would do the same thing. So I think that like, why, why is he expected to let things go that nobody else would in this world? That's awkward. Don't go to Alexa.com because I might or may not have a lot of <laughs> oh images God. of you on okay, That feels creepy. <laughs> All right. Um, well, okay. So basically it doesn't appear that Jonathan's lawyers have formally filed anything with the court just yet, but they did release a statement in response, seemingly basing their defense in the First Amendment. And so they say, Mr. Mannion has created iconic images of Mr. Carter over the years and is proud that these images have helped to define the artist that Jay-Z is today. First of all, F yourself. Right. Those images did not define my man Hove. Okay, first off. Real quick, it reminds me of the Cardi B episode with with the male model Kevin. Everybody's making everybody's lives. My back tattoo is the reason why you're famous now, Cardi B. How do you use this voice? Because that's the voice I do for people I don't like. Okay. So going back to the quote, the guy basically, the lawyer continues to say, Mr. Mannion has the utmost respect for Mr. Carter and his body of work. Clearly not. That's my insertion. Um, And expects that Mr. (laughs) Carter would similarly respect the rights of artists and creators who have helped him achieve the heights to which he has ascended. We are confident that the First Amendment protects Mr. Mannion's right rights to sell fine art prints of copyrighted works and will review the complaint and respond in due course. Okay, so there were a bunch of mentions of the First Amendment. Not, you're Do not you wanna, buying it. No, I am so, I'm on fire right now. Okay, I'll take you it go. over. So First Amendment, we've talked about this, you know, blah, blah, blah. It basically means free speech. That's the way a lot of us think about it, right? But it also extends to protecting artistic expressions. It genuinely is hard for me and, you know, Nicole feel free to jump in if you disagree or have other thoughts here. I think Jonathan, I'm interested to see what he responds with because I'm a li- I'm struggling a little bit to see where the First Amendment would come into play because yeah. the only thing that I could think right now is that he's going to argue that he had the right to display the images as works of artistic expression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we've talked about this. The photographer is the copyright owner yep, of a picture, of picture. Yep. right? Because he's the one, in this case, Jonathan, he's the one that took the picture, so he owns the rights, the copyrights to that picture, not Jay-Z. Yeah, right. Like the Chloe K episode. The Chloe K episode, exactly. But just because you're the copyright owner doesn't mean you can then go and make money off of it. That's the right of publicity. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that you just broke down to us, the misappropriation of use and likeness and all that. Yep. Essentially, that's a right of publicity is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a quicker way to say it all, so we're, we're going to go with right of publicity. Two different rights. Right. You need to get permission to do that, Right. And I think to your point, kind of as you mentioned before, like it's fair that they they exhibit these things, right? As a photographer, you would expect that he has a portfolio of his work, right? So if mm-hmm. you have your portfolio on your website, which, you know, fine, it's 2021, where else would you have it? You probably don't have albums anymore. Mm-hmm. It would be fair for you to post the images and just say like, 
this is my work. Like on his I website. I own this picture. This is what I've done. Like check out the, the past projects that I've yeah. been on. If you want to hire me, this is what my work looks like. Right. So that would be the fair use kind of. Artistic uh, expression. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But then to your point to go on and sell it, that's like you're in a whole new territory now, buddy. Right. That's the rights of publicity. Mm-hmm. And so I think that unless he has some kind of smoking gun defense, the only thing that I could think of, and I know I'm, I'm jumping a little ahead, is some sort of contract or something. I don't know. I know we're going to, we're going to get into it yeah but I'm not really I don't really know I'm gonna say that most cases like these do end up settling because I will say that there are a lot of artists photographers probably that don't realize this and so when this happens typically they'll get a cease and desist letter saying hey this is infringing on my rights of publicity yeah stop selling mm-hmm. and then they'll stop mm-hmm. but here clearly that didn't work yeah. so we're gonna have to go to court or they're gonna settle right so what else do we think here Well, so in California, the state Supreme Court came up with this, basically this test to determine whether a defendant's First Amendment rights outweigh the plaintiff, who's Jay-Z's here, right of publicity. And so the question is really, is the accused work transformative? And the accused work here is, of course, the reasonable doubt pictures. So what do you think, court? Judge Alexa? (laughs) Uh, no, I'm going to say no, because it's literally the same picture of him. I mean, it's worse than Cardi B in a way because, and even the Cardi B episode was interesting because they took that back tattoo from male model Kevin and they transposed it onto another back Mm -hmm. and they at least like tweaked things. It was to really just fit the body of the, of the model. Yeah. But here it's literally the same picture. picture. There's nothing transformative. It's just print. Nope. Is what he's doing. Print onto t-shirts. Okay. So that's the first question. You said no. Okay. The second question, did Jay-Z sign away his rights of publicity? This obviously depends on whether there's a contract, if there is one. Right. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, it depends. I will say it depends. I will say that I think, I think I saw, no, I I do. I did see in the complaint that Jay-Z filed, his lawyers filed, he said, we did not grant any rights of publicity Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. like we've talked about you need to separately say i waive my rights of publicity i grant them to you you can make money money off of my image sure Mm -hmm. so i can't imagine jc jay-z would go through all of this trouble (laughs) if he actually had a contract if he actually had a contract exactly why would you do all of this you'd probably try to settle or a, a, you know just reach yeah like pay to terminate the contract or something like that yeah if you don't want him selling you know your name on t-shirts mm-hmm. you would approach him especially if you have a relationship i yeah. would think that that would outweigh anything else i think that's right okay so why do rights publicity matter so basically i think the point is if anyone can use jay-z his name and his likeness to make money then it diminishes the value of his brand and his person so uh, there are so many examples what name me one Honestly, the one that I that I thought of, and <laughs> oh God, you know, this, where, this where reminds this me of Dare class when you when people don't now people don't want to be associated with like cigarettes, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, imagine if these big companies like Coca Cola could just put Jay Z um, with a you know transpose like a Coca Cola um, in Jay Z's hand on a picture. Mm-hmm. You want to protect the brand, yeah. right? Imagine Jay Z promoting like your local donut shop or something like on a billboard for, I don't know, used cars. I would definitely go to that donut shop. <laughs> I mean, yes and no, but I think that's the point though, right? That is the point. The point is one, the consumer is going to think Jay Z endorses yep. it. And two, yep. Jay Z is going to want to protect the things he endorses for sure. Especially, I mean, anybody would, but mm-hmm. especially a guy like Jay Z who's super into business and entrepreneurship. He's very selective about mm-hmm. the businesses he, go, he goes into. Yep. So to the haters who are like, why are you going after Jonathan? You already have billions. The, the money isn't the issue. Yeah. 
it's it's the brand it's mm-hmm. your name it's your reputation mm-hmm. and we all know reputational harm usually you would re- no money can fix no. certain types of that. reputational yeah. harm yeah exactly so that's that's i think at the crux of why jay-z is suing here yeah personally yeah what about you any other thoughts um i mean listen i think that okay so let's just refresh her he's asking for this injunction from the court he's also obviously asking for damages I do think he's going to get the injunction granted to him ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it, this is a seeming, it's not, it's, it, it seems sticky, but I think it could be quite straightforward if there's no contract that this guy is doing something that he should not be doing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably going to be pretty easy for the court to say, like, you need to stop until we work this out mm-hmm. and come to a decision. So he's mm-hmm. going to have to pull down the prints and the t-shirts and whatever other bullshit he's smacking Hove's face on. <laughs> um Damages, I mean, listen, I I think there's probably a pretty good case, too. Like, I mean, they might not get as much money as Jay-Z's asking for in his complaint, but I think he'll probably ultimately get some money, too. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? There was no set dollar amount in, in the complaint. It was just that I think it had, it had to do with probably a procedural issue, but just over $75,000, because I was curious about mm-hmm. what that would mean. Mm-hmm, but at mm-hmm. least the profits. I feel like people go after profits more as a, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Right. And I think he may have even included punitive damages, which is basically those punishment damages, which is, again, just trying to send a message. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially, you know, what's sad is that if they've been working together since 96, that sucks for friendship, for a relationship. Right. That, you know, what happened in in your career, Jonathan, where you felt the need to now exploit Jay-Z's face well first of all they're obviously never going to work together again no. we're definitely in beyonce's burn book because she does not play about her man first mean girls off. again yes <laughs> second of all i just think like imagine the balls right to take on jay-z in this kind of way that's like out what, of all of the people that's honestly what surprises me and why i kind of hedged a little bit because i am thinking jonathan what do you have do you have something in your back pocket or do you really think you're you're entitled to do this. Yeah. You're, you really think it's okay for you to sell his image. Like, do you not have a good enough lawyer? I don't know. Like, where where's your where are your advisors? There's like an Erica Jane moment, right? Like Erica Jane posting right now as if she's not sorry for all the victims. I'm just like, who does That's your PR? That's her PR team, not her who lawyers. Who does your PR? Yeah. yeah. Lawyer, PR, you just need a, a need better, a you need a, a better inner circle. Yeah, I don't disagree. So where are we now? Okay, so interestingly enough, as of July 9th, um, we didn't see pictures on Jonathan's website homepage, which was originally alleged. Because when you first go to his photography page, there's like a book that basically flips through of certain covers. Mm -hmm. So the reasonable doubt one was not there. But if you go to his shop page, he does have a picture of Hove for sale and some prints of the album for $50. So clearly he hasn't stopped just yet. He's flipping the middle finger to Hove. You know what's funny to me too, especially in this day and age, what stops you from just like printing from home? Any of these? Like how many people are buying these things? Like maybe a t-shirt? I guess it comes in like legit cardboard maybe stock. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying yeah, though? Yeah, fair. I mean, we're gonna we're about to talk about Also, NFTs. like what are you even doing with that print? I mean, maybe for your office. I don't know. But whatever. again, I can print, I could go to Walmart. I could send it to Costco. <laughs> Walmart. Wow, Walmart, okay. Target, CVS, yeah. Walgreens. Mm-hmm. I could send it to a printing center. Kinko's? Did you name Kinko's? Oh no, I didn't. Kinko's that's a TB- shit. Kinko's is like y'all. First, you guys are old. If Kinko's, I'm saying y'all to producer Marge and Nicole. If y'all both thought Kinko's was like Kinko's. the best printing place to go. What are you even saying right now? Okay, are we doing dial-up? I also AOL? went there through law school. What are we I doing? used to print my outlines when we were in law school with Kinko's. That's adorable. I would are go to Kinko's and get them bound. You got them bound? Oh yeah. Ask about me at my law school. I was the first one in the in, in the school to like go to Kinko's and get all my outlines bound with clear covering and everything. And suddenly everybody did it after I did. I'm sure it was all you. Uh, you can ask. I can ask what your I'm entire law school class. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I asking? 
Kinkos. <laughs> Kinkos isn't here anymore. Is that a business? I don't know. Are okay. they? I've not seen one know. in a very Sorry. long Go time. Ahead. I got distracted. I don't even know where we're. Okay, we were talking on. about who's printing. Somebody's cl- that clearly was a segue on my pa- own. Paying Jonathan Mannion. In other news, yes. Reasonable doubt actually turned twenty-five. So ooh, congrats. Ooh. We're all old. Happy B day. Um, <laughs> and we've talked about this a little bit. Artist Derek Adams made an NFT, a non fungible token, which is one of my favorite topics it just ever. Sounds so weird to say non fungible token. token. Well, because NFTs are still so so complicated. New Wild West, right? Yeah. Um, inspired by the album at Hove's request, so at least we're actually <laughs> we asking permission, permission <laughs> yeah. so we don't need to sue again to commemorate the album's anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's sold at Sotheby's for a hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. It's actually a really impressive picture. I really liked it. So shout out to you, Derek. And okay. shout out to you for getting a hundred thirty-eight thousand. It is impressive, but here's my thing. NFTs, I barely understand. Doesn't I just matter. know it's Who like cares? a digital representation of something. I don't my care. point is when I saw this artwork, which I thought was cool, it's like a digitized version Mm -hmm, of the mm -hmm, album cover mm -hmm. i could screenshot it on my phone and once again to your kinko's thing i could just print it at home or i could just have it as my my iphone album cover i don't know what do i what what do i do with it why would i there's like an exclusivity to having an nft right now it's just the hot it's like bitcoin it's the hot thing until everybody it's like people understand it's like beanie babies back in the day remember when beanie babies babies were selling for like like ten lungs like on the black market (laughs) i don't know it's crazy it's just crazy to me well, shout out to you, Derek. Um, you do well with your 138,000. Um, funny because right after that happened, Dame Dash got sued by Rockefeller Records for trying to sell the copyright in Reasonable Doubt, the album, mm-hmm. as an NFT. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the lawsuit, Rockefeller basically claims that Dame doesn't own any of the rights in the album, but only his one third of the record label, so he can't sell. Um, Dame basically responds and says he was actually trying to sell his stake in Rockefeller as an NFT and not the album itself. So how I'm like, you, how do you sell your stake as an NFT? As an, you, you're selling shares as an NFT or like or is it an, it, the it, piece of paper of the articles of incorporation? A, a like picture what do we of got? like one third? Yeah. <laughs> Just listed. <laughs> Jay-Z, I-O-U. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, okay. So this kind of takes us back to that 2004 sale transaction that we mentioned between Rockefeller and Rockefeller and Def Jam. Um, there are basically, there are certain reports, uh, that say the remaining 50% was held continuously by the rap legends, which would be, you know, Hove, Biggs, and Dame. So Dame would have one third of that 50. Um, but then there are some reports saying that that 50% was also sold to Def Jam later on for approximately 10 million. In like 2004. So all very weird. So it's kind of odd that Dame is saying that he's trying to sell his stake if that stake possibly got sold. Um, so I, I wonder if the second sale ever went through and listen, I don't know if you know, Dame is a mess, mm. um, a literally flaming fire, hot dumpster trash mess. Oh, wow. But Strong I just feel opinion. like he can't be that delusional that he's saying that he owns shares that he doesn't actually own. Yeah, because I don't think, I don't know if Rockefeller in their lawsuit said that he did. He came out afterward as like, my bad guys. It seemed like it was his defense or something, right? Like, I didn't mean to sell the copyright. I was trying to sell my ownership. I, that's it's so it's, it's so it, messy it, it doesn't quite make sense no. because i thought i thought 
the whole point, we don't need to super get into it, but I thought that that no one else owned any more stake in Rockefeller except for Def Jam. Yeah, but some of these recent articles are like but the counter like is maybe. that he still owns a third of 50. I don't really know. All uh, I know is Dame Dash is a mess. Mm-hmm. I have a fun fact for you oh. that I feel like I have to just touch base on. Okay. So you obviously listened to Lemonade album. I know who your wife is, so there was no way that yeah. didn't get played on repeat and in And once house. again, I actually like Beyonce just because Nobody I don't said you didn't. Cry, okay. But you said I only okay. listened to it because of my wife. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I know she's the Beyonce fan in the She's house. A, yep, 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 yep. Okay, yep. so did you know that it was alleged that Becky with the good hair is Dame's ex-wife? Whoa. Yeah. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually really used to like his ex-wife too. She had this great clothing line. Uh-huh. Um, well, it was it was touch and go. Whatever. She had a clothing line. Not I thought she was not rock aware. No, not rock aware. I thought she was pretty cool. Um, she was, was. she's a was. So was you believe cool. the rumors. I don't know, man. Do All you? I'm saying is Beyonce didn't deny it when the people found her and were blowing up her Instagram and she put that shit on private real fast. Oh, snap. Real, real fast. I mean, we don't know. We don't know either way. We don't know. But good fun fact. And it's I not like worth digging one. back up. I just want to come back to like the black love and the positivity right. and the everything that is the Carter is in 2021. Okay. All right. In the past. So speaking of black love, back to Dame. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so he's, okay, so basically going back to that lawsuit, right, short, he's yeah. basically alleging that Jay-Z tried to buy out some portion of whatever Dame has left, um, back in March, and so Dame basically decided to keep his interest in Rockefeller, whatever he has, and is now selling on the NFT market. Again, we don't know if it's true. This He's a crazy man. He's claiming that Jay-Z lowballed him, essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's why he's doing this. He's a crazy person. I think person. he needs money because he's oh, coming out with a, a reality series. show. Yeah. This is my opinion, yeah. which we know isn't quite a defense, but I'm just saying, does he need money? Because now he's going to be, he started his own production company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, his own mm-hmm, app, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and his own show mm-hmm. in which he's going to star mm-hmm. representative of love Yeah, yeah. to his new wife. Yeah, so the show's going to be about his fiance and his baby, um, and he wants to showcase a normal loving relationship, which... What the fuck do you know about normal and loving? Well, now in light he was of like your abusive fun fact. to his ex-wife. So I'm not. I'm, was he? Yes, actually. Dame is a mess. Oh. Dame is a mess. And he's like not involved with his kids anymore. Oh. Oh, his, I think his daughters have actually gone on Instagram and ta- basically commented. I mean, like we haven't seen you in months. So. Oh, really? What are you talking about? Oh, I need to explore this more. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone down the, the dash Dame is messy. Dame is, I listen, none of these claims are substantiated, but there have been a lot of rumors for some time. I was going to say that alleged was, abuse. Yes, it's definitely alleged. A lot of unsubstantiated <laughs> claims that he was not great to Rachel, that he's not great to his daughters, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in his show, he basically is talking about his IVF journey with his new wife. And again, to your point, his new studio slash streaming service, Damon Dash Studios. So Shout out check to that, that out on your local D-D-S. Damon Dash app. D-D-S. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to Jay-Z. More, far more important. You go. In March, Jay-Z yeah. agreed to sell a 50% stake in his champagne brand, Ace of Spades, to LVMH. Yes. No details have been disclosed. Louis Vuitton. Moet Hennessy. You just had to, don't you? I did. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Um, <laughs> okay. So, again, no details have been disclosed, but Forbes values the deal at over $300 million. I mean, that's like a, a drop in the bucket for him, a though. 50% he's a billionaire, stake. so he's like, cool. So we'll go to dinner tomorrow. I, we got babe. some ice cream money. <laughs> yeah. you, want, you want that ice cream Do you want to buy salt, stra- salt and straw? <laughs> yeah, okay. for real. He says he wants to expand his distribution and the brand generally, which, of course, with such an established, yeah. you know, company, mm-hmm. it'll be easier to do because they already have that distribution network yep. um, in in play. So, 
He started discussing this back in 2019. So congrats to you guys. You're even richer than you were before. I mean, it's just always power plays for them. I saw that recently <laughs> Beyonce and Hove were um, taking a walk in the Hamptons with Jack Dorsey. Super cash. As a reminder, Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter. Mm, I've um, heard of him. Allegedly, not allegedly, I think this is actually pretty set in stone now. Jack is buying majority ownership and title. They're a streaming service for allegedly between 300 million and 350 million. Quite a bit. As a reminder... Hove bought it for $56 million. So like... In 2015. Ultimate return on profits. Six years later. Is that how you say that? Return on profits? It is now. Okay. I don't think that's it. Return on investment. R-O-I. R-O-I. <laughs> I was waiting for you. It's ROP. So- <laughs> it's a ROP. Oh my God. Sublina. <laughs> um, and in return, basically, Hove is going to join Square's board of directors, which Huge. Dorsey kind of runs. So yep. I think long story short, Illuminati. Jay-Z- no, we're not going back to that shit. Top they five. are not an Illuminati. Dorsey's number five. <laughs> okay. Anywho, <laughs> so listen, Hope and Beyonce are the world's greatest couple ever, ever. Somewhere in the same mix as Michelle and Barack, quite naturally. Um, Hove is quite litigious. He likes his monies. He likes his shit to be in order. He's also quite private. <laughs> quite litigious. So he's suing his shitty photographer who's now trying to make profit off of him. I wonder how litigious he actually is, though. I quite feel, litigious. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so should we do an episode we, on him every season? We had season? a family dinner on this recently. Did you? We, we talk about the Carters quite Sounds often like we can, we can have an, a recurring theme with the Kardashians and... and uh, jay-z listen i get it um, i'm gonna sue people when i can so (laughs) well you're also going throughout new york city and shaking glass doors so that sounds consistent with your behavior yeah thank you well speaking of our behavior if you like our behavior if you like the things that we say please just you know take a little mosey on over to apple please leave us a little five-star review yep write some cute things about us we might even feature your comment on our on our little insta yeah write write a review we're gonna start doing uh thank you thursdays slash thursday thursday thursdays for legally judgy because we are thirsty for thank yous (laughs) wow thirsty for thank you thursdays oh god um we're gonna work on the marketing on that one but yeah go tell tell everybody that you think would enjoy us too and tell people that you're not sure and see what they say and again once again if they don't like us there's no way to rate us there's no way to review us only if you do like us then there's definitely way and it's on apple podcast yeah so with that Thank you, as always, for tuning in to today's episode of Legally Judgy. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk as much as we love the sound of our own voices. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Also, feel free to connect with us on our socials at Legally Judgy. Heartbreaker, you got the best of me. Until but next I time. I just keep Bye. on coming. <laughs>